Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Twilla Happy Hour episode starring Jared Anderson and David Weiss. If Head Trauma had a podcast, it might sound like this. (laughs) Humana, humana. (laughs) Our guest today, Mallory, you want to introduce yourself? Uh, hi, I'm good in little scoot right up to it. Eat that microphone. Yeah, slide I'm your carry right in. My name's Mallory Heinberger, and um, I'm a firearms instructor. I've many good ones here in Salt Lake County, and uh, we train mostly out here in in the Tooele Grantsville area. Uh, but uh, that's I met you through mm-hmm. Holly and trained with you a bit too. Yeah, came to your course. It's a good course. Yeah. She runs uh, her, uh, I guess, company name. Yeah, Shield Maiden Tactical is my company. And mm-hmm. uh, I work a lot with uh, West, West and Brandon from Defense Sense, and we just take turns running the course, and it's the same curriculum. And, you know, we do that about once a month seven eight months out of the year and uh it's been really rewarding and it's rewarding to be a student also um oh yeah and you guys teach kind of uh john farnham principles yeah we it it is john farnham's curriculum yeah his basic handgun curriculum it's good stuff and then uh and linking up with you you hear about more trainings that go on throughout the state you know be it uh first aid long arms um shotgun defensive vehicle things like that i do know i want to take some first aid courses uh what i really want to take is how to own chickens courses right now (laughs) did you get the eggs i gave you i did and i already ate them all of them yeah damn yeah i'm an egg killing fool hence why i want to be a chicken farmer you always want what you can't have in life i know chicken rancher get a get a straw hat maybe a small dog to chase it herd the chickens around like you see on those videos call them the wrangler yep do they make you get a permit out here for that uh you don't have to get a permit come in you got to come right at one be like yet you don't have to have a permit thanks for giving them the idea yeah hey you have to have a permit in midvale so uh, out here, I think you can have, um, I think in Tooele City Limits, it's either six or 12 chickens without any any dues or anything. It's nice over here, here in Grantsville. It's nice. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. I hope you guys can keep that going on. A little bit of freedom. We, we will be able to until we grow. And once we grow, then it'll all go away because you'll get a neighbor complains about the roosters or whatever else but the common tactic out here in Tooele with roosters and chickens is to grease your neighbor's palms with a few uh, eggs once in a while and no one complains hey that's an outstanding idea and and you reach that you got to find that perfect fulcrum where you have so many chickens that you get enough eggs to grease the palms to keep those chickens but you know, so you got to reach that that perfect. Uh, I don't know what you'd call it. Diplomatic relations, maybe uh, that that but that perfect number. I don't know someone who knows words. 
just just be responsible with your like if you have a broken rooster that crows at 2 a.m you gotta just leave them out of the pen for the raccoons to get or something no that's the one that you fire up the rotisserie in. Yeah, that's what you want to do. A broken rooster. I, I, there's a broken rooster in my on my street. Yeah? Crows at 2 and 3 a.m. <laughs> Anyways, so what I wanted to talk about tonight, and I don't know, I hope our sound's good. We got some, uh, some settings changed, so it might be goofy, but let us know. I want to talk about George Santos. Because let's, uh, should I post this on the dinosaurs group? It, we've got a dinosaurs group. Yeah, what the heck? I'm going to do it. Okay. George Santos. So George Santos. Well, there's a story in Vanity Fair that we could just kind of read through, but he, uh, he just got elected to Republican Senate from, uh, upstate new york right right and he had quite the robust resume when he was running yeah well he he hit all the buttons now and i imagine most politicians have a little lie in their runnings regardless you know but this guy he seemed like he ran on just made it up like his whole life but he made it up. It keeps getting better. But let's read through some of his lies. And okay, so George Santos, one of them, uh, his grandparents fled the Holocaust. Um, and I'm not laughing about that, but he he's hitting all the points. And it, I think it depended on what neighborhood he rent, went to do a meeting at. He just added some of their uh history into it now my question is this on on that lie what's the advantage to having your grandparents run away from the holocaust what if he is in say a predominantly jewish uh neighborhood uh yeah because he's in new york uh-huh right okay okay and and is it better to have your grandparents get the shower or get away well which one which one is better on the resume i don't know if either of those matter but he gets them to he builds a bond with the neighborhood he's in okay so his mother died as a result of 9 11 passed away uh from cancer that she got on 9 11. he was a volleyball star so i suppose that's when he goes to that uh, you know, middle-income neighborhood that, you know, loves sports, but... He is Brazilian, so volleyball uh, and Brazil do go hand-in-hand. Hand. They do. It's um, very believable. Maybe that was a Brazilian uh, neighborhood, but also, vol you can't say you're a football star because that's always in the news. But volleyball kind of runs that gray area where only those in the know. Right. It's not like you're going to have volleyball star cards or something like you do baseball yeah. cards. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you yeah. can get away with that. I one. mean, like right now off the top of your head, can you name one professional volleyballer? 
And you're even like one eighth Brazilian tied or whatever. I know there's an Ana Paula Bra uh, Brazilian volleyball star who lives in California. Okay. See, I can't name one. Ask me to name two and I can't do it. How about tennis? No. E even go historically. I'm you know, done. John McEnroe. Those, the, the two black girls. Yeah. The, the Williams sisters, you know, mm -hmm. tennis, but volleyball is legitimate sport, but it's not as spread around yet. So he went volleyball. Well, and who's going to, who's going to question. Yeah. Well, I mean, and because <laughs> like you wouldn't even happen. think to look it up, he's not elevating himself so high that you got to fact check him. Mm -hmm. I mean, the news, the media didn't even fact check him at the time on it. I'm not even outraged yet, to be yeah, honest with you. I, I'm not I'm not outraged either. Uh, apparently, there's a Ponzi scheme he's involved in. Um, so he understands Social Security. He told people, yeah, yeah, yeah. He told people he worked at uh, Goldman Sachs uh, and Citigroup at certain times. Well, he is Jewish, right? According I, to the resume. I guess. Uh Never worked, never worked there. And then, currently, apparently, this one I haven't looked into too much. The Securities and Exchange Commission accused of running a Ponzi scheme and was later shut down. According to CNN, he insisted to a prospective investor that it was 100% legitimate despite having reportedly been told the firm had been accused of circulating fraudulent um, documents. That was a firm he worked for, Harbor City. So apparently, I don't know, he said it was a legitimate firm. And I mean, that's a business that could have been, uh, you know, in a couple of the offices, been doing shady stuff and got shut down. But where he was at was legitimate. But still, Jared, if you're in Congress or the Senate, I think you're allowed to inside trade, correct? <laughs> so Ponzi scheme and insider trading, they're not is, that much different. Is it, do you say it's allowed if you're the one that writes the laws to make yourself rich? I mean, okay. Either way, I'm still not that outraged yet. We're hitting gray area. I, I really don't think Ponzi scheming and, and the insider trading that, that like Dan Cranshaw can do and all those other types that really do really well with the insider trading, Nancy Pelosi, uh, I think even John Curtis is really good at it. Right now, they're looking into Nancy Pelosi's husband over uh, over what happened with the Google sell-off, you know, just recently. Because mm. she, they're they're finally now that she's out, going to say, okay, now let's look at insider oh, yeah. information. Oh yeah, now they're going to look right. Yeah, and then they'll look away. It's doing us good. But anyway, I'm still not yet outraged. He, he's not that much different than any other politician at this current moment. No, I'm not. I'm not outraged at all. Okay. Um, I will bring this full circle at the end, though. In 2008, Santos was charged uh, with fraud by uh, Brazilian prosecutors for stealing the checkbook of a man his mother was working for and then spending nearly $700 using a using a stolen checkbook and a fake name. Okay, so this is in 2008. I guess he was probably a teenager then. Um, and check crime in Brazil is not an uncommon thing. I know people who've been victimized of this because of their own lax methodologies so 
this is actually very common in Brazil. And uh, yeah. so I don't know. I mean, he's probably a cross-dresser too, if he's from Brazil. The the big question is, is uh, I want to ask this to you guys. If someone's running for politics, um, do you necessarily look at what they did as a, let's say he was, you know, a teenager at the time, you know, pre-18. Does that go into your equation? What someone did when they were, you know, 25 years ago or 20 years ago as a teenager? It might if there's a pattern. If they continued it on, but... It you depends know. how they color it too. I mean, you can make you can make anything with a sad story stick in any type of slander campaign. And if it's efficient, it's efficient. I mean, they'll just throw stuff up against the wall and see if it sticks when someone's running. And mudslinging is I mean, that is the pastime sport of politics. That's where the word yellow journalism comes from also. But that's a question. I don't know if I would I don't know if I would count something something against someone that they did when they were 15 unless it was egregious. I would ask, I would go even beyond that. I would say, do you have two parents when you grow up? I would ask questions like that. Well, that's, hey, that's good stuff. So, I, I, I mean, like, I'm already judging you when you're a fetus. <laughs> but my question is, I mean, when I say egregious, if they did a... a you know, B and E on a home and hurt someone. To me, I don't know if they should. I don't know. I don't. I don't think I would feel good about that. But if they, uh, you know, stole money as as a fifteen year old, you know, from a stole a checkbook, I don't know if I would judge that harshly. I don't know. Definitely a stupid thing to do. It is stupid, but teenagers are notoriously stupid. Yeah, you're stupid till you're. Or was he just training 30. for Congress? <laughs> because when you're in Congress, hey, not only do you steal from the living, but you can steal from the fetus that's I just, not even in, in the belly yet. Yeah, I just want to say, he shows a propunctity. Uh, what's that word I'm looking for? God, I'm awful with words tonight. Pro proclivity. A proclivity. Damn, there we good. go. For spending other people's oh. money from the start. By definition, that's Congress. Ten points for Mal. I went to yeah. I, I went to community college for a short time. Maybe nah, don't brag. <laughs> so she so you're educated amongst us. Oh yeah. <laughs> Highly educated. Though I imagine we could go round up a couple kindergartners that'd have me beat, but you know. Allegedly stole scarves. An ex roommate of Santos who knew him as Anthony DeVolder. The middle name he was going by as recently as 2019 said he stole numerous items from them, including a Burberry scarf that when he wore to a Stop the Steal rally, where he claimed his unsuccessful 2020 bid for office had been stolen from him. Uh, so was it, what is a Burberry scarf? Does anybody know? Doesn't no. matter. It's probably something fancy like so don't leave your airport luggage around this guy he might yeah. go through it oh my God. <laughs> sounds like he's trying to be in uh in the nuclear the waste Biden department administration. different different guy but so he stole a scarf okay 
Mugged on the way to delivering his rent check. <laughs> this is one of my favorites. Santos has claimed in a sworn statement that he was mugged while attempting to deliver a check for back rent owed to his Queen's landlord. <laughs> Shockingly. <laughs> I was like, you wouldn't no believe it. He sounds like a druggie in that. You wouldn't believe it. I was on my way over to pay you, but I got mugged. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest. He sounds like the typical Brazilian who owes you money. <laughs> hey, and not just Brazilian. And all those 199.99, there's absolutely nothing shady about the fact that Santos' campaign spent exactly $199.99 on 37 different campaign expenditures filed within the Federal Elections Commission, which is incidentally exact one cent below the dollar threshold, above which the FEC requires campaigns to keep receipts. Okay. Now... The latest claim. So all this stuff. That one I believe. I believe them there. I believe all of them do that, though. One ninety nine ninety nine. I believe yeah. them on that one. Uh, but all, that's, all this stuff, okay. Now there's also accusations that he was a cross-dresser in Brazil. Is he a, is he a male? Is he from Brazil? <laughs> He's a cross-dresser. Is that common down there? Oh, my God. It's weird, dude. Is it? Oh, okay. Hold on. Like, all right. Even the most masculine people will get dressed up as women on like carnival. Uh, okay. So they're not doing it in a sexual manner. They're doing it as a celebrate celebration or. Yeah, I guess. I mean, maybe that's where it starts, but I think it's like a gateway drug. Is Brazil have a lot of uh, sexual fluidity? Better you know so much about this. Hey, I'm we, married we're not, to one. We're not. <laughs> we're not going to dig in deep on his uh, proclivities. Look, when you're a straight guy and you go to Brazil, it's hard to walk away without blushing, getting someone attached to you because it's almost like it's like a, being a life raft in the Titanic accident. Really. Oh my God! Yeah, every guy down there in Brazil is like gay or just screwed up. So there's know, there's a lot of that down there. Yeah, I mean, look, look, I don't consider myself to be a prize, but you know what? If if I was single today in in Brazil, I wouldn't be single long. And I'm not single anymore because I but went you're to Brazil talking a about, long time ago. You're talking about <laughs> we're talking about dudes. Right, like, right. Dudes just aren't exactly dudes in Brazil. It's like they're just. I don't know. It's weird. I can't. I can't say they're all feminine or anything like that. I thought because, Brazil had a big machismo problem. Like they play that sport. Uh, what is it, Pele and all that stuff? Well, I mean, have you seen their soccer players though? Too. I mean, they put they they turn their heads into like pineapple shapes with their haircuts and things. It's weird. It's just a different, very feminine type culture. I would imagine that it comes from living in a tropical environment too long. Where, you know, I mean, like, if you're hungry, you just wait until the avocado falls into your lap and take how the would, day at the beach. How would that? Anyways, well, so on to my point. So the, the Democrats have a lot of ammunition with him. But then it comes out that he's homosexual and a cross-dresser. And then there's even some reports coming from the Democrat side that he may have uh 
sold to himself in some matter or function. Mm -hmm. This hits all the points. The Democrats really can't use this ammunition. It's like there, but it's not there. Because it's all of their stuff. It's right there on the table for them. It's all. It's almost like this is the perfect tornado. It's almost like no wonder why the Republicans want to keep them. It's like putting the the cookie jar with it open on the table in front of the four year old. No, it's like you leave your checkbook out uh, in front of the fifteen year old wow. housekeeper's son, in his case, because the Democrats. I mean, it's all it's all food for the Democrats' agenda, but. They have to break their own agenda to use this food. So mm-hmm. it's like staring at a Snickers bar. It's tough, but that's, I don't know. Behind I'm enjoying glass. watching this and don't get me wrong. I don't know. Squat about Santos and he could be the worst of all criminals. And I would just say, well, at least he's in good company now. You know, you know, I don't think that they can, they can say he's a liar. I mean, why would a liar? I mean, most of them are liars. Let's face it. You got to lie a lot when you're campaigning. Everyone campaigning has to tell at least one lie, at least make up one fabrication. I mean, we don't need to go into how certain people have gone through and said they they graduated top of their class when they graduated. Like, I think it was something like 73 out of 80 people or who was that was that trump or was that look biden doesn't have to be talked about tonight or that you know (laughs) or that he used uh rfk speech and just plagiarized it or that this guy from rfk had a great speech though i would plagiarize that if i was biden well it got him to where he had to good for quit running for president the first time Sure, RFKs, plenty press. But but think about this. So Santos lied a little. Hello. Okay. <laughs> and then here we are. We're trying to make a big thing about Santos. Yet Hunter Biden has a laptop full of evidence. Like he's been selling our country out to Russia, China, and every other communist nation in the, in the, the country. The our, big our difference world. there is Hunter Biden's not an elected official. But don't you think that's a bigger news story? Oh, I do. But my favorite part about this is I'm sure he lied. I'm sure he did all this. But the red meat has to be left alone because it's the Democrat Party's. uh, Let's just say the Democrat Party likes to speak out to allow all that red meat and to normalize it. And it kind of has to be left alone because it's their stuff. Because this other stuff is mostly hearsay or nonsense. But the red meat, the the stuff that the Democrats would traditionally like to put in the face of Republicans they can't use. Well, I'm excited to see what his voting record is going to turn out to be like. <laughs> And, and you know what? He might even get reelected. I mean, look, AOC gets reelected. I still like how Nancy Pelosi put it. I could run a I could run a glass of water in her district, and as long as it had a D on it, it would win. Well, at least he said something about himself. You know, a lot of <laughs> descriptions. You like the you know local elections for city council or 
whatever like you read their web page and it doesn't tell you anything about what they're about yeah. politically so i mean very true very very true. i won't lie i think i support santos but i i don't support or not support i just enjoy the show i don't think anyone in new york cares <laughs> all right so shall we talk a little bit about the uh the what is it memphis uh memphis kind of weekend of fun that's about to happen mm. are they going to burn it down i don't know have you ever been to memphis i have not i oh, drove man. i drove right next to it but i've never been there you do not want to be in the wrong spot at the wrong time is it a wrong time? Time? It's oh big, my it's gosh kind of rough yeah really yeah i mean it was rough back when i was there in 2005 four ish what do you mean rough? Just like uh, kind of gangland High or crime? Yeah, you could really? tell I'm white, and it didn't go well <laughs> in the areas I was driving. Really, but, but yeah, it's it's a rough place. It's a rough place. Mm. So, anyways, we watched the footage, right? We watched the uh, the one version killing or footage. murder of uh, Ty Ray or Tyree Nichols. Um, and it's been all over the news. Uh, it is, it's been all over the news, but not in the way we generally see police killings all over the news because, um, the five officers involved were all, uh, black as well. All of them? All of them. That doesn't fit the narrative. Doesn't fit the narrative. Oh, man. So uh, the video we watched, they pull him over for a traffic violation. Uh, they don't show the part of why they pulled him over. What was the traffic violation? That's not shown. All we have is, you know, what's kind of told us. And they don't even show us uh, initiating the extraction out of the car. But they it does kick off when they start ordering him out of the car, put him on the ground. And uh, seems like he was vocally arguing against against them, and uh, you don't see a lot in the body cam. But then they show a traffic cam cam view of it, and uh, I think I don't think all officers have been fired. I think three or four of them have. Which after watching the traffic cam. Uh, while two are grappling with him, one comes up and kicks him in the head twice. And I don't know, I, I can't see as a police officer, uh, a department ever training, allowing or authorizing you to be a Kung Fu Panda out there. The liability in all directions is too great. It's, it's just too much. You you kick someone in the head. I mean, what if you do it wrong and you kill him? Then you've got to go up there and I don't know how he died, but you know he's got a big old boot print in the side of his head. That's coming out in the coroner report. Your department smoked. I, I believe you refer to that as waffle kick. Yeah, waffle stomp. Waffle stomp. Well, he he got away and ran away. So he did I get away and run away. So the... and, and in and in the police department's defense, if your guy like gets away and runs away and you don't do anything about it don't do you not look bad in front of your peers 
let's just say from what you told me about Memphis, I think the cops are going to look anything but bad, no matter what they do ever. I mean, they could run into a burning house, save four kids and a kitten. Yeah. They're still pawn scum. And, and just, just for the police department's knowledge, I'm not I never had any problem with the police department in Memphis. I, I, I don't have police departments in general. I'm just saying in areas they like that, there, that in, areas, in areas like that, all the youth, all the noisy people in the neighborhood hate you and the media hate you. So you're always going to look bad. But the kicking, the kicking of someone, then you've got the other direction. Um, you're, so, so you would have bent over and like, hold on, hold on. What? You're throwing a kick. So one, you're making yourself imbalanced, right? And then what? What happens if the officer kicks and and pulls off a, a Anderson Silva move and busts his shin? How do you explain that away? Does the insurance come to your defense then? You see what I'm saying? That's why. That's why police departments or military combatives. Not a lot of kicking taught in any of that shit. Normally it's bad to kick because you can get your foot grabbed and your foot grabbed, injured, you're mm -hmm. off balance. You, you just, you know, unless you're a damn ninja, keep your feet on the ground. I thought he pulled out his nice stick though. The other guy did. Okay. So someone did someone, someone used their, their asp. You know, I don't think we saw all the footage. I know we didn't, but the kicking part, that guy, I had to let him go on principle. I'd asked him if he was retarded for, oh, sorry, I can't say that. I'd asked him if. If he left his nightstick in the car? If he was stupid first. You don't waffle stomp people as a police officer. It's like, what if the cops pull you over, drag you over to the curb, put your mouth on it, and then curb stomp you? You know, I mean, seriously, come on. Yeah, it's not good. We expect police officers to operate within the boundaries that we've set up for. But he did not put his mouth on the curb. He just no. He just basically I, was kicking him as he was trying to get. I up. promise you, nowhere in any of his training, a kick to the head was taught. Was it to the head or to the shoulder? It was to the head twice. To the head. Yeah. We. Yeah. I promise you, a kick to the back of the knee. Has not been taught. You went through military combatives training, didn't you? I was in the Air Force. Oh, sorry. We, for those we, of you we who were in the runaway. For those of us who were in the military, combatives and combatives, we do the hip throw. It's like all the stuff you see in the movie. Might have been one or two moves that had like a kick, but it was mostly just to gain distance. But yeah, kicks were very low on the list. Krav Maga kicks are very combatives. Kicks are very low because you know that's quickest way to get put on your back. Mm -hmm. But anyway, but he did. He kicked him twice. I don't like how they built this up all week. Like that, Mallory that, mentioned, that's the thing is that's what's strange is the lead up and the the how they were talking about it and what they were saying before. You know, we're going to release this footage. We know you're going to be really upset and out there protesting. It like yeah, the police you know, department. Out the flag, like it's time to go protest. Yeah, the police department peacefully. did that. The media there in Memphis has been insane about it. 
Well, even Biden said something. About yeah. It. So it's been all over the media. Yeah. But it's hard to rally the population of Memphis probably for black on black violence. Well, police officers. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Okay. It's a, it's a notch up, but still, it, it, without a Derek Chauvin or or maybe even like a Latino, I don't think it's going to go far. Well, here's here's a couple of questions. You guys, you guys want to take a walk through conspiracy land with me? Huh? Yes. Do we have a choice? <laughs> so, what would they want rioting in Memphis for? Is there something going on that that some uh, some good? Uh, fiery but mostly peaceful protests could accentuate why does it necessarily need to be about memphis i mean everything's been pretty quiet for a while so maybe it's just joe biden's already president though maybe it's just time to start up in general but for whatever reason okay let's face it these riots are are foot soldiers for the democrat party Uh Mm -hmm. you can't tell me anything different that's just what they are they're paid yeah, even if they're not paid, but they're still the yeah. foot soldiers. They're still the voice. Um, but this happening could only hurt the dem. I mean, right now we're in a buildup to twenty twenty four, where maybe Joe Biden's in, maybe whatever. But this could only hurt the Democrat Party. That's why it's not even gonna Unless, bubble up. Unless they want it to boil up, then they actually, you know, come forth with their angel wings and their halos and provide a solution, say, a year out from 2024. Let me ask you this. Is is Memphis Democrat or Republican? Uh, Memphis is Democrat. Tennessee is. Tennessee, I think, is mm, reddish purple. I mean, if you want to bet, I'll bet you a carton of eggs that this this just doesn't go anywhere. Black on black is not cool. Uh, it doesn't get you anywhere. And it's already a democratic stronghold, so there's no advantage to it. Why Why would All they... the cities that burned were democratic strongholds. Matter of fact... But that the territory, was a, the territory that burned... That was a requirement for them to burn, was for it to be a democratic stronghold. But the areas that were burned, weren't they areas that needed to be cleared out for some sort of democratic super plan of some sort? I haven't a clue. I haven't dug into that fun conspiracy theory. But if you've got one, I mean, let's have it. I I remember someone putting the puzzle together stating the areas that were burned by Black Lives Matters needed to get cleared out for for some reason in the Democratic Party. Really? Mm-hmm. I can't so, really go into detail about it because I don't remember, but I remember listening to the conspiracy theory. I never heard anything about that. You got, I guess you got to look at the real estate map. Yeah. Uh, all I knew is that, you know, they wanted to have a, a peaceful protest and matches were brought. I mean, think about this. If you were going to have a protest, wouldn't it be the IRS building? Oh, hold on. Hold on. No, if I was, if I was, yes, but let's say someone who relies on welfare. No, Mm. because someone who relies on welfare relies on the IRS. 
Well, didn't they go after more low-income people this year, this last year? They went after a lot more. Oh, sure. So. Sure, but they're not going after anyone on welfare. Low-income people usually don't have building insurance either. Well, no, she's talking about the IRS, right? Going after. Now, one thing, the IRS doesn't really go after people that just work at businesses. The IRS usually goes after business self-employed people yeah. who have more of a mixed don't income. Really, who don't really make any money. Yeah, <laughs> who don't make any money or who have other opportunities and means to slide it through. But if you can get rid of those slummy territories without building insurance, then corporations can come in and buy that real estate and put something up that can be taxed. Sure, sure. I'm not disagreeing. I'm not saying you're wrong at all. I just never heard that. Hmm. But I am saying that uh, people who are on the low end of the economic scale in the United States probably wouldn't look at the IRS as a bad thing because they rely on it. Even though, I mean, once you recognize that the IRS doesn't collect any money that gets redistributed, it's just money that's, you know, popped into that out of a bank, then it, you know, but they don't recognize that either. So. I don't think there's anybody that's like, yes, I support the IRS. You know, I don't see any people wearing those t-shirts, IRS t-shirts or. Yeah, You're right. I've never seen that. I disagree. Could you imagine seeing someone? <laughs> Wearing it, I support the IRA. Yeah. Now that's now that's got to be a thing. It's going to be a thing now. Hey, they wear Che Guevara shirts, so they do, don't they? I, I yeah, I don't see the IRS t-shirts coming anytime soon. Ah uh, well, maybe now. Maybe but yeah, but yeah. So I, it is weird, like you said, how it's been all over the news. It's been a build. The way they've been talking about it and building it up. And, and, I, and still, even it. though the video footage has been released, it's you're still very limited. It's very little pieces. Yeah. A lot of opinion. And they don't give you the whole story. Yeah, there's not a it, lot of facts. It doesn't feel organic you to don't me. Have the whole story. It does feel like it's set up for something. Like, I feel like it's being artificially pushed and they're trying, but I don't think it can happen because, again, I mean, he's black, they're black. There's nothing there. I, they go after black officers all the time because they consider them uh, race traitors. Yeah, but all the stories I, all the versions I read about the mass shooting in in California this last weekend for the Chinese New Year. Oh, you mean that white guy from China that shot all those other? Well, there they, were two saying, of them. they were saying it that was still because of white supremacy. Yeah, you're correct. Every story I read now, like, exercises white supremacy. He's a white supremacist like, from every, China. Everything. <laughs> He's a 70-year-old oh Asian dude who went in and plowed over Asian dudes with a, a gun. And again, I don't think that's going to go anywhere. But they're still saying it. Because Asians don't even count because they're not really... They're not a minority. I know. They hit the gray spot. Dead in the gray spot. Make more money than everyone. Mm -hmm. Not wide enough to be in the... So, they're villains when you want a villain and heroes when you want a hero. But this guy, they have said on the news, he did that because of white supremacy. White supremacist culture something. He went in and mowed over other Asian people because of white supremacy. That's what, uh -huh. they, yeah, that's what the story said. That's what CNN said. 
Well, you know, if CNN says so. <laughs> but no, that's that's what's filtering through the news. So did Black Lives Matter show up? Boy, that's a tough one. They're probably like, okay, who do we go with here? Do yes. we go after the victims because, you know, they got killed by white supremacy or, or they're, you know, all, you know, high-achieving people? I, man, that'd be tough on BLM. That'd be tough. they probably look at it and say, how many mansions can we buy out of this? You ever it's watch like those those ants that just go in circles until they kill themselves? <laughs> I mean, that's what that's what would happen if BLM shows up on this one. <laughs> See BLM show up. They don't know where to where to go with it. I mean, support the police and throw stuff at the victims and the perpetrator. Yeah, but no, but this this one does. Now that you mention that, Mallory, I've been wondering about this, but. Now that you mention that, it does feel like it's been hyped up for a week. It's weird. Because every day a new story has come out drawn in a new little point. It's like a an old radio serial. This is a threat to our democracy. I don't know. I mean, it's, there's so much news all the time. It's it's big for a couple of days, and then it just gets drowned out and forgotten about. So maybe this is to help it not get drowned out and forgotten about. I don't know. That's what happens every time there's a killing when you when it's not a white guy that perpetrates it. You'll hear about it once, and then it just goes away. Yeah. Yeah. And and like I said, I'll bet a carton of eggs that this doesn't go anywhere. Uh, you're probably right. I'm just wondering why the build-up for it, though. Why are they trying to build it up? Because it feels tactic? like they are. New tactic? Or could it just be the Memphis News and and that area needs money? They need not as many people are watching the news there anymore. Do people watch local news anywhere anymore? I don't pay attention to the local news here. It's you're on the local news. This is Tooele's like, no, local I mean, news like, channel. I mean, like the, We're the number Fox one political station for Tooele. ABC and That's sad, isn't it? Salt Lake Tribune. It's like <laughs> the desert news. All right, but that's my uh, my question on that. Oh, Fred. <laughs> How long is it going to Hey, Fred. We do the back of the knee thing often. Yeah, when I was trained in that, we try not to use our foot on the back of the knee as much as we use our own knee on the knee. Uh, we don't like getting off balance, not to mention in training when you use your foot sometimes. When they go down, their knee traps your foot and you go down with them. I will say this. When I watched the video, if I was the cop, I would have asked the guy, please get on the ground and stop struggling. Just comply. Like, like that's I would have been help. very nice to him. I would have been very nice that, to him. And that's a tough call. They don't show us that beginning. They're and always mean. I don't want to. I don't want to say these cops are bad. You know, um, I mean, they used they used their escalation of force, except for the head kick, properly. Um, I just i I promise you, there's not a department that wants you kicking people because of the liability to you, also. Well, he's saying the back of the knee, and that makes sense to get him to. Yeah, but we used, we tended to, to use our knee for that. Yeah, well, we didn't like to use a kick because you'll do it in training, and sometimes they go down quick enough, and your toe stays where it's at. And where do you get four or five officers for one car stop? Memphis. Does that really happen? Memphis. And yeah. that's the other thing. I'd like to know what was he stopped for. See, you're out here and. Willow, I don't know how you guys, you know, stops are for you guys out here, but you know, us in the city, we drive past the 
stops all the time where there's, you know, all these cars. You start seeing lights and three blocks later, there's yeah, the yeah, incident. Yeah. That's normal. Yeah. yeah, Fred, you probably should just be quiet. <laughs> but no, I... I uh... But yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll say this to police officers. Be nice to the people that you're apprehending and containing. Because let them understand like me as a small guy I, I would say look sir you have to lay down on the ground you're bigger than me and i'll just shoot you yeah 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 my 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 use of force excellent uh escalation has to skip a few steps not going hands-on with you and i apologize you know, for this ahead of time i don't have a dog and uh and i you know don't look as cool when i whip the ass bow you know mm-hmm when I was alone, 40 miles from backup, it was easy to justify winning. And I agree. I I think the kick in the head, like I said in the last show, sometimes optics matter all the time. The kick in the head, um, I don't see how you can, uh, I don't see how you can justify that. Well, especially since he was pretty restrained when... They and, did it. So, but if he was, you know, not restrained and and was no, he, a, he wasn't in handcuffs yet. Threat, he so. wasn't in handcuffs. He wasn't yet. in handcuffs, but he was still being they, held. They did have hands on. No, Fred did say it is allowed if deadly force is authorized. Okay, if deadly force force is authorized, and I'm a police officer, how am I going to employ that? context matters i mean i think the thing on my hip unless my ar is closer unless my 12 gauge is closer is how i'm issuing deadly force okay so in the same situation if he's he's being I'm not held not in handcuffs by i'm arguing guys, i'm arguing you, as, pull out, you pull out your gun and shoot him in the head no no right that's use of deadly force so you're, you're correct but i'm not head, i'm not arguing that force. situation <laughs> I'm arguing, I don't think that situation authorized deadly force. No. He wasn't an imminent threat to any of them. Not, yeah, and that can change in seconds. But sure. at that moment, but it, he no was time, trying to get up, Jared. At no yeah, time. He was, he was, was resisting, trying to get away, but. Sure, he was trying to escape. But to at escape. no time was he an imminent threat. I didn't see He that, wasn't no. trying to get up so he could assault one of them. He was trying to get the hell out of there. That was late at night too, wasn't and it? I would I would argue he was trying to get the hell out of there because a guy kicked him in the fucking head twice. I know, but he was trying to Let's get say, out before he hit, kicked him in the head. No, he he was laying. He there. wouldn't comply. They're like, lay down. He says, "I'm on the ground. Lay on your stomach." Okay, but we don't know what kind <clears throat> of. He was arguing and not listening to commands. Sure, not sure he was arguing, over. but we also don't know where the officers using pain compliance on him. You know, when maybe they didn't need to, which gets him fired up. You gotta handle those situations quickly. Sure. You sit there sure. arguing. You know they keep kick in the head. trying to figure out a situation to, as, now, you know, to get away. Now Fred said. You gotta like. Fred said a kick in the head is okay if deadly force is authorized. So let's pretend a situation where deadly force is authorized. Let's pretend Mallory is coming after me uh, with a butcher knife, and I'm a police officer with a let's say a, a nine millimeter Glock 19 on my hip and Mallory comes at me, butcher knives up, I'm not kicking you in the head. Not going to reach with that <laughs> roundhouse kick. 
I'm not. And let's say the nine millimeters on my hip and the AR is, you know, right next to me. I'm not even reaching for that nine. And let's say the 12 gauge with double up buck is next to it. And that's where, and let's say I've got a button to deploy a nuclear weapon. That's the one I'm going for first. Yeah. Knives are scary. And a, a knife, you know, pickle sticker. I don't care. You know, it's just, if deadly force is authorized, it's, it's authorized, but a kick in the head. It's not how I employ any of that. Best thing to do is if the police want you to comply, comply. Don't argue with them. No, I agree. I I agree completely. Yes, sir. No, sir. Humana, humana. And then you file a complaint later if they were out of line. Yeah. But you don't want to test the guy who is, one, you don't know how his day's been. Those officers might have had a dog shit day. They might have come yeah. into it rough. Maybe the girl that was on the force just got fired that they used to like to go drinking with and on boats. I have experienced that poor girl failing the attitude test with officers and it did not fare well for me. I can't believe that. So, you know, you know, I did all this, the six rules that John Farnham goes over, you know, so when I learned those from him in his class and I sat and listened to him talk about each one, I was like, Oh God, I did all that. You know? Yeah. I violated all those rules. Yeah. So he failed the attitude test. Yeah, he did. He failed it. But I would argue that the officers don't have a leg to stand on because that guy kicked him in the goddamn head. Yeah. That, on video. That would freak me out. I mean, I wouldn't like that. Someone starts booting you in the head. You start wondering, are these really cops? Seriously. Yeah. You know? No, you're right. That... All I can say is those guys are so lucky they're not white. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they just got fired. Well, actually. No, they're, they're, they're charged getting, with. They're getting tried for for murder. Mm -hmm. And like uh, it was a failure to give them medical help or something. Yeah. And then so they had also. That's why there's more to the story. A couple of EMTs got fired over this, too. Really? Yeah. They put I, someone like on the gurney upside down or something like that. I don't know. Choked don't on know. his own vomit. I don't know. But yeah. Well, I, I mean, that you keep hearing the stories where they say the, the guy died from being tased. It's like, no, the guy died because he was... Oh, he was getting walloped he was, on. Well, he was overdosing, you know. Yeah. Well, even then. He was even... overdosed on drugs, and they hit him with the the taser. And, yeah, let's yeah. say he wasn't overdosing on drugs. Let's say a cop like, kicks a guy in the head to get some compliance out of him, right. gives that guy a concussion... They haul him down to the station, thinking nothing's wrong. Yeah, and he's got some brain bleed going on in there, and he kills over in the in the waiting hall to get fingerprinted. Yeah, how do you answer that stuff? No, you're looking at you know now if it's just you know hey we hit him with the taser something happened he went down but you had that kick in the head into it. How many times does the family say oh we're going to pay for our own autopsy and and we got Ben Crump over here who's gonna you know, find the, the, the selective corner we want at, at I find your place, innocent.com and bam, but, you know, all right. So I'm going to, I'm going to go at this one with a little defense. I, if you've ever punched somebody versus kicking them with boots, uh -huh. which one hurts more? Yeah. 
Which one puts you in the worst situation to come out of it with, on both feet? I've had both. And I don't know. It don't hurts know to punch people bare knuckle. And that cop didn't have, like, gloves on or anything. Sure, but why are you punching the guy? The guy immediate to his left had his ass bowed. Well, maybe Fred would have punched him in the head. I would have. I, I wouldn't have. If punched I had to him. choose, I mean, naturally, I would have used the nightstick. But why? Why did you have to kick or punch him? No, I said like first choice would have been the nightstick. I think a nightstick is a reasonable solution. But if I had to choose between kicking or punching, I would kick. I would have done neither. Yeah, I'm sure that would go off well with your, your companions, though, who are like, hey, can you help us get this guy down and keep him down? No, I'm not. I'm not going to kick him because I'm I'm too well, moral of, of a character. I think. You're right. You're right. And now he's getting tried for murder. And had he, had any one of them had the forethought to stop what was going on, they might all still be on the job. And all of them wouldn't be standing for murder but they're not going to let him walk away either he ran away they had to sure. detain him their honor was on the line there sure can you imagine their being the honor cop? oh Bill, yeah, but those other guys running away those other guys didn't have control go. over what their now, buddy did by kicking him in the head fred has the proper answer i would have used verbal judo and wooed him into submission and that is a hundred percent i can see that that is a that is a hundred percent how you deal with someone, especially how you deal with someone who's inebriated. Well, especially like I said initially, they should have said, "Please, sir, stay on the ground." Yeah, and yeah. so not, he's not yell at him, not insult him, not treat him like he's a a, a peasant. So he's in which his, the police do too much. He's in his car and say, "Hey, can you do me a favor? You know, can you turn off the car for me? You know, can you set the keys on the seat next to you? Let's have a conversation. Mm -hmm. How you doing?" There's a lot. You know, I wouldn't say the police do spend too some time. Much. I, mean, I mean, unless you're five minutes from clock out, spend some time or stay late, clock some overtime on this mm -hmm. thing. You know, if he wants to talk, let him talk, let him get it out, but have your gun ready to shoot him if you have to. But I would, I would, I would totally resist the urge to Rodney King people with evil, violent, verbal insults. Well, that's what that's what got the the officers on Rodney King. And it wasn't so much the club that got him. The thing that got him was the kicks. Mm. Yeah. But like when you're a coked out zombie monster. Sure. You know, not much is going to bring you down. You know what? If a zombie comes after me, I ain't kicking that either. But when you're a cop and it's your job to take out these coked up people. And that's what they are, zombies. Because after they're on drugs, they are not normal. <laughs> But believe me, I've been to the northwestern United States. I've seen what a zombie looks like. But I am not kicking them. 